Hi, this is Parikh Sam with this week's Living and Working Abroad podcast. And then the final part of today's talk, we wanted to walk uh, the T in BERT, stands for travel. So when we talk about expats, uh, we're talking about people that uh, have relocated. Uh, once somebody's relocated and they've got citizenship after 10 years living in a, another country, they're not really an expat. They've relocated and they've become a citizen and that they have the equivalent citizen rights in that new country. Um, uh, an expat is somebody that is actually living or working in, in that foreign country and, and moving between the two places maybe um, and, and needs to be able to travel. Uh, but some, some people from Britain or, or the EU want to invest in, in holiday homes or investment property so that they can uh, travel to Spain or Portugal or Cyprus uh, for their holiday homes. And, and travel is a factor uh, for them. And of course we've got Corona, which has uh, created a bit of a crisis for anybody who wanted to go cross-border um, and enjoy their property um, in, in another location uh, and obviously devastates uh, potential property letting and rental businesses in, in the short term. Um, we can't predict how things will progress in terms of uh, travel arrangements but we can look at what the rules are today and, and what the rules are likely to be for the next month or two. So don't forget generally that the governments are being cautious and they're acting on a three-week cycle uh, because it takes uh, you know, a week to pass the disease on and, and a week for symptoms to show up and a week for you to know whether those symptoms are bad or not. Uh, so many people have got corona uh, and, and, and no symptoms and it's just gone away. But we, they, because the governments haven't tested everybody, they don't know that absolutely. So there's a lot of monitoring of, of all the bugs that are flying around um, and, and a lot of caution as we all adopt to the new ways of working. Well, in Cyprus, everyone's back at work, they're back shopping, they're back eating out. And, and it's actually quite simple. It, it's, it's the same, but it's different. Yes, you have to keep apart. Yes, you have to wash your hands. Yes, you have to not touch public documents, uh, uh, public services. And yes, you have to clean them down as you go along. And no, you, you can't go out if you've got a sniffle or a cold or a cough. And, and those basic hygiene principles, uh, everybody's learned those and been conditioned that within the lockdown. And so things can progress. And so it, it's just a matter of, of getting that timing right so there isn't another outbreak. Unfortunately, because they're measuring every single case, um, we're, we're quite tied up and consumed by the, the ongoing um, every case is, is a headline or, or should it be in Cyprus with 17 deaths which related to Corona so and in London at the beginning of June uh, the number of expected deaths was below uh, the norm that was expected so there's less people dying in London in June than they would normally expect um, so, you know, Corona is not decimating the London population at the moment. It's actually quite a healthy place to live. And that's the outcome of the lockdown. Um, and I don't know whether I can say this macabre fact, but of course it's also the fact that those that, that would have died uh, this year 
may have died a bit sooner and that's a sad thing to happen but unfortunately you know we, we saw that corona did take out people that were vulnerable and, and were maybe in the last year or two of their life anyway so that, that, that's what we're watching out for so what is the current travel arrangements so the UK have introduced this bizarre 14-day quarantine if you go into the UK bizarre because it, it, it's a sound step but it, it appears to be at the wrong time um, because people are coming from countries which have got a better COVID record at the moment into a country which has got more more COVID but once those people are in country they're not being tested when they arrive only being asked if they've got the symptoms and then they're not being monitored so being allowed to go pretty freely around that yes stay in your place stay in your lockdown but is that practical to holidays is it practical to uh, business um, no it's not so it's effectively closed off the UK for business uh, for expats so if somebody wants to go on a holiday for two weeks uh, abroad to Spain they they're currently left with the potential of coming back to the UK and having two weeks of, of, of lockdown before they can go back to work and what have you now we can work around it but is that the best way it's it's one way of doing it uh, the, the second way that's happening in more other places in Europe, so if you're travelling to Europe, if you're allowed to travel to Europe from the UK or within Europe, um, you know, so Cyprus opened their airports from the 9th of June, stage by stage, uh, until the middle of uh, July when the airports will be fully open, and certain countries you're allowed to travel to, and that number will be extended on, depending upon the, the COVID, corona record of those countries. So what we're seeing at the moment is that uh, if you want to uh, fly into Cyprus, you have to have a, a COVID test within three days uh, of making the trip. So three, um, one, two, three days before, you have to go along, have a COVID test, a test negative, obviously, uh, to be able to travel into Cyprus so that they know that the people are coming in, have had a recent test and they're corona free. So if the... Um, social distancing on the airline is, is, is enforced and it's clean and it's hygienically effective and nobody on that plane has, has got corona then you can let those people in knowing that they haven't got corona and therefore you don't have to lock them down so that's the EU approach and the approach if you're coming to live in, uh, uh, coming to Cyprus so uh, UK expats can come to the Cyprus now without any lockdown as long as they've had that uh, COVID test uh, three days within 72 hours of making the trip out. Uh, the problem is when you the UK to the return. So we're waiting for the UK to see if they'll revise that 14-day lockdown period or maybe adopt a, a testing uh, strategy because obviously if you test everybody that's coming in and they haven't got corona then they don't need to lock down. But that that's it, it's two ways to tackle the same problem and the uh, uh, UK is out of sync with Europe at the moment so we just need to see and adapt as, as we go along. Um, businesses meanwhile have got to get through the summer and how are you going to carry on working with these different uh, speeds of, of relaxation of travel if you want to get people visiting your, your branches overseas or you've got business deals to do abroad how are you going to be able to do that effectively? Well, we've got to continue to invest in, in online business, got to continue uh, to, 
to do uh, online meetings and online work. So that's where businesses need, need to go. Um, I, I know that with, with, with our business, um, uh, ProAct, we, we divided it up quite a lot. It turns out we were already pretty online. Um, and, and most of our clients are a bit bemused, but they shouldn't be because our, our reception centre, our, our call centre reception is in the UK. So people from the UK office answer the phone and, and take a message. It doesn't mean that the consultant that you need to speak to is immediately available, um, but that person might have been busy. Even if you'd been able to phone an office straight away, that person could be in a meeting or presenting a, a live webinar or doing an important piece of work for another client. So they're not necessarily going to be available anyway. So generally, uh, you know, we, we have people that, that take messages so we can get back to them. And that slows down the process of doing the work, but it can make it more precise as well. So, and that's something that's not completely different, but it's a, a adoption of a different mentality within the business to move forward. So we know now that all our clients have their phone answered for 10 hours a day during business hours um, and that message, uh, people are going to get a call back within, within one day. Uh, so businesses have to adapt for that. So any uh, guidance and help you want with that cross-border travel or reorganising the business um, or reorganising your, your tax bases, uh, consider that and, and contact us at productpartnership.com uh, you've got our info at product partnership is the email or you can uh, go to our contact us page and have your question we'll feature your questions generally in, in our webinars or get back to you directly with one of our client service team that will call you with an online meeting uh, we, we prefer to use FaceTime WhatsApp or Google meetings uh, but we can we can just use a, an old-fashioned telephone call. So uh, contact us and, and we're, we'll be here to help. There's quite a lot changing, but for Bert, it's an interesting month and we know now that Brexit is gonna happen at the end of 2020. So if you, you've got ambitions to be an expat and resident in the EU, you need to make your move before the end of the year so that we can uh, use the lower level of uh, EU citizen rights to, for a UK expat to relocate within the EU for living and working, setting up a business. Uh, we're available to do that. Contact us at productpartnership.com and uh, it, it we'll keep you updated on things like as the travel unwinds and what you need to look out for there uh, to support your overseas property, your overseas business or your overseas lifestyle. So thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Um, go over to our website at productpartnership.com where you contact us if you want a free review or to, or to ask us any questions and get some product know-how for family and business and living and working abroad.